0: Stories, big guess, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, weekdays 1230 to 3, 770, CHQR. One of the sadly predictable components of these kinds of mass shootings are are the conspiracy theories that emerge in the aftermath. And it's not uniquely an American phenomenon either. And we certainly saw that in the aftermath of the uh, horrific mosque, uh, mosque massacre in Quebec just over a year ago. And conspiracy theories that emerged in the immediate aftermath of that, and even unfortunately persist to this day. Obviously, one of the most, I think, egregious and atrocious examples of this surrounded the Sandy Hook massacre, where you had people then, you still have people now maintaining that none of it happened, that these children didn't really die, that these parents aren't really grieving the loss of their children, that it was all an act. These were all actors, it was all staged. And you can just imagine or try to imagine. I mean, it's impossible, I think, really, to to fully appreciate what these families are going through. But having to grieve the loss of a child, bury your your son or daughter, and then have people telling you that you're lying, that it never really happened. That really they're still alive or they never existed in the first place. So once again, we're, we're starting to see signs of this. I don't think we've quite got to the point of suggesting that this was all staged, but uh, suggestions that this was a false flag attack. It was a government conspiracy aimed at who knows what. I guess the argument is often the government staged these mass shootings so they can force gun control on the population. But uh, the interesting thing is that, you know, despite all these mass shootings, gun laws in the U.S. have been loosened, not tightened in recent years stories today suggesting this guy was a member of uh, Antifa, this guy was uh, down with ISIS and all kinds of weird stuff. Uh, Mac Lambert with Vice News has been uh, following a lot of this today. Uh, Mac, thanks for joining us here. Welcome to the program.
1: Thanks so much for having me, Rob.
0: I mean, I guess you knew to go looking for this stuff because I don't think there's ever been a, a mass shooting where, where we haven't seen this kind of stuff.
1: No, it's completely perverse. It's every time that we have a mass shooting. You just saw it back in Las Vegas when you had over 50 people killed. You have people still to this day um, saying that it either didn't happen or that it's complete. It was conducted by the government. Um, The Internet has just, for lack of a better term, it's melted our brains. And we just, every single time one of these things happen, we have people coming out and we're saying it's not true. We're having major media um, people like you, uh, Alex Jones, Infowars, just pushing these false narratives. And uh, it pisses me the hell off, if I'm going to be completely honest.
0: Right. And you know, I've, all, I've long tried to understand why it is that way. And I, I remember going all the way back to, to 9-11 and, you know, yeah. aside from the conspiracy theories, I remember in particular there was a, a photo that emerged and it, it was billed as a photo of a tourist standing on – um, one of the, the towers before the plane hit. And there's a plane in the background. And obviously it was, you know, it was a hoax photo. We see a lot more yep. of that these days. But I think part of it is people want, I don't know, they want to feel as though they've they've made a huge discovery or that they, they know something that other people don't or just, I, I'm not, I'm, I can't quite put a finger on what it is.
1: Totally. There's also this thing, um, I've been reporting on conspiracy theories for a little while, and I've spoken to quite a few experts. And There is this thing that happens when you hit a certain point in, I guess, the conspiracy threshold where you start believing it's completely possible that government and media are making up false facts to push their narrative. And when you get that, you start to get to a point where you just believe anything. And that's kind of what we're seeing. We're seeing it's the exact same people who are believing that in each of these cases, it's completely wrong. And I think you're right. I think it is definitely a kind of a... I want to be different. I want to be the one who breaks this case wide open. If you go on Twitter and you type in Florida false flag right now, you're going to get image after image of people circling, being like, oh, they're loading a body bag into the back of a truck. This is proof it's a false flag. Oh, that blood doesn't look real. This is proof it's a complete hoax, like people pushing the Sandy Hook thing. Okay. And, yeah, it's, it's very, very widespread more well, than you
0: would is. ever think. Well, it is. And, I mean, look, conspiracy theories, I mean, you can go back to the moon landing or obviously mm-hmm. JFK. But, yeah, I think, you know, 9-11 and, and with yeah. the Internet, that was kind of the, the ground zero for this this new phenomenon of of totally. uh, online conspiracy theories. So uh, when, when we see people pushing them, I, I think a lot of it, I, I got to think, is is part of it's an act. I think it's to some extent. Some of these people like Alex Jones. I mean, it's a way of, I think— you know, that they've got the truth, that nobody else has, a way of making themselves seem important. I, I don't know. Do you think that's part of it?
1: I think it's totally part of it, especially when you see Alex Jones. I watched a little bit of his show today because I'm a, I guess, a sadomasochist. Apparently. Um, yeah. Um, and he was using it completely to push, um, you know, these regular narratives he has on there, that the government's coming to get you, that um, that he was ISIS-inspired, that he was antifa a- it's amazing how within every one of these conspiracies, it falls into these exact same things. And that's because he has a narrative to push, and he is going to use it. And I believe in a court trial not too long ago, Alex Jones did admit that he is just um, – he's a man. He called himself a performance artist. So, of course, you're going to have people that are just pushing this. And I, after, I've spoken to some of the Sandy Hook parents, and it's so callous, and it's so cynical, and I, I think it's disgusting. Because you're re-victimizing these parents who have lost loved ones over and over again. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think you really are. Absolutely. Um, And at the same time, though, I mean, there there are going to be instances where... You know, the authorities don't get it right. And I mean, yeah. the, you go back to um, a couple decades ago in Atlanta and the bombing of the Atlanta Olympics. And, and we thought we had an error. And we thought we knew who was responsible. It turns out we were wrong. So, yeah, I mean, we we should be skeptical of things that emerge, skeptical about 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 all of these things. But there's a fine line, isn't there?
1: There, there is, of course. There's a giant fine line. Um, and I've, I've worked as a breaking news reporter, as I'm sure you have. You you have to be immensely skeptical of anything coming forward. There's a story out right now that a lot of media outlets have picked up on and that he was uh, connected to this white supremacist group, Republic of Florida. Right. And while I'm not saying that he was or he wasn't, I'm just saying the evidence that they're using to report this is relatively flimsy, and it's all based on pretty much one guy's testimony and I've interviewed people within these groups and they tend to lie through their teeth. So I just, you have to be very, very skeptical of news coming out in the middle of a breaking news scenario. It, it's very fluid. It's set to change. We saw this during the moth shooting. We saw uh, when there was two, um, when they thought there was two shooters at first and turned out there wasn't. Um, we saw this during the Fort McMurray fire, which I worked on with the CBC where it was just you, You have to be completely fluid. Facts change very quickly.
0: Right. And, you know, people are looking for answers. People are looking Mm -hmm. for uh, deeper meaning. People are looking, you know, to to know things that other people don't know. But part of it is, too, I think, you know, the confirmation bias that exists in in certainly a polarized world where we we want our worldview to be confirmed. Right. We look for things that can confirm what we already believe.
1: Yeah, 100%. As you said earlier, um, there were stories out there primarily by Infowars, who was definitely one of the biggest purveyors of this kind of conspiracy thinking, um, that he was connected to ISIS. They got that information from a anti-Muslim slur that he used on Instagram. Right. Um, that he was connected to Antifa. They used a completely false image of a completely different person who I hope sues the hell out of them because they're putting him in danger. Um, they're... They're pushing these narratives that they want this conspiracy to fall into and then the shooting to fall into. My apologies. And it happens on both the left and the right. But at the moment, I definitely believe that I guess this would be more of a right wing phenomenon at the moment.
0: Yeah, very interesting. Uh, more advice com. Mac, thanks for making a bit of time for us here this afternoon. Appreciate it.
1: Thanks so much for taking the time to talk to me. I really All appreciate right, it. Take care.
0: Uh, that's Mac Lamoureux with Vice News uh, talking about some of the uh, conspiracy theories that tend to flourish in the aftermath of these. Uh, these tragedies, and and you know, I think a lot of it stems from, you know, some of the initial confusion when, when you've got awful situations like this and, and people think they heard or saw something and then, you know, takes on a whole new meaning, a whole new significance when maybe it shouldn't. But yeah, and I think on both sides, people look for things to confirm their narrative uh, depending on who they hate. I, I hate the left. I hate Antifa. Oh, well, he was a part of that. Type. Sounds good to me. Let's run with that. Or conversely, right, he he liked Trump. He was a Trump voter. Okay, let's let's go with that because I, I hate that guy and I hate those people and that confirms my worldview and that's that's good enough for me. And, right, and that's, that's not how it should be. So, yeah, some of this stuff early on, and, and it's going to be very quickly debunked. There was a picture, as as Mac mentions, it was being passed around. Look, here's the shooter and he's wearing an Antifa shirt and he's, he's saying all these pro-Antifa things. And it's like... That's not the shooter. Uh, and then the part about ISIS, he Googled allah akbar He must be down with ISIS. Well, it turns out he Googled allah akbar so he could make his maxes an anti-Muslim slur on, on Instagram. So these things, a lot of these things should be fairly easy to debunk. But I, I think a lot of people just aren't interested in debunking them because they want them to be true. All right, 974-8255 is a number. We are back with more right after this.